You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Opposite Tastes podcast. Two Gen Xers who can't be more different sample odd snacks and discuss or argue about pop culture. Of course, we've got our snack review coming up at the end of the episode. But first, America. Of course, that's being short for uh, America. Mm -hmm. America, that's what we like to say. Because, well, maybe let's go into a little disclaimer, some reasoning for this Mm -hmm. episode before we really get deep into anything because in recent years whenever you start talking about america patriotism uh-huh. it gets pretty heated yeah because of our current leadership so we have to specify exactly what this episode is about yes uh, well first off the reason why we chose this is because it kind of comes close to fourth of july mm-hmm. this is the the most recent episode that you're going to get prior to fourth of july so mm-hmm. kind of wanted to make it patriotic so in being funny Hopefully, and uh, and all of that, we figured we'd go with America. Light humor. Yeah, so yeah. we talk about patriotic themes uh, in our various avenues of pop culture. We talk about uh, patriotism mm-hmm. and all of that. So, before we get into that, though, we've got some sponsors that we would like to recognize. <laughs> yeah. You got yours, Jamie? Yeah, I got my uh, my sponsor this time is uh, the Shingle Shot. Uh, want an excuse to do nothing over the weekend? Shingle shot. So it's a shingles shot, not go and get shingles. No, no, no. A vaccine. Right. Shingles vaccine. Right. Yes. What made you get it? You just got it uh, recommended to you? Uh, yes, my doctor recommended it, and I just made the age requirement also. Hey, congrats. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> speech, speech, speech. <laughs> That's awesome. Shingles, that's like what, adult chicken pox? Except you can die from it? Well, chicken pox you can get any time of your life. Mm. Also shingles, I guess. More so now, right? Remember before, like back in the day, like it would be like a requirement to go and get chicken pox, especially over the summer. Uh-huh. You know, but then nowadays there's the vaccine for it. So yeah, why kids go, go through that yeah, misery? Yeah, go through your life. Yeah, these millennials or what uh-huh. is it, Generation Z, they're going to go through their lives like not even knowing the the pleasure of an oatmeal bath unless they're a little freaky yeah or like a calamine bathe or calamine slathered all, all over your body how old were you when you got chicken pox i was like 21. whoa that's kind of late yeah that how is. did you make it that long without getting chicken pox i don't know it's crazy. my mom said she put me near everybody plus you you had siblings so yeah so it's weird yeah she put, she put me near all my cousins that were having it and nothing and then i had a boyfriend with shingles Oh, really? And that did it. So, oh, okay. Yeah. You caught it the fun way. Not really. <laughs> when you can blame someone, especially like your significant other, right? it puts a damper on the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so you've seen especially an adult... Especially if he denies it. Oh, yeah. No, that's He was an ass. <laughs> anyway. Okay. I guess we'll just save chicken pox for another episode. There's like 10 more questions. Yeah, infectious diseases. That's our next season. There we go. Next season. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My sponsor is The Mullet. 
Why tell mm. people that you're into Leonard Skinner when you can just show them instead? <laughs> Mullets. All right, do you have a question for me before we begin? I do. Okay. So you're obviously a big fan of tattoos. Yeah, I kind of had some ups and downs with it, but yeah, for the most mm. part, I'm a mm. fan. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so if one of your daughters yeah. sometime, someday tells you they want a tattoo, sure. which kind of tattoos would you forbid them to get? Mm. I would say stay away from names. Definitely don't That's put That's exactly what I was going to yeah, give you a scenario for. Damn yeah. it. Whether it be <laughs> lovers, bands. For bands, I would say logos are fine, mm. but not names. Of band? Yeah. Oh, of the band. Yeah. I like, see. say, if you love the Aerosmith, have that A or with the wings or whatever, the, mm. the classic Aerosmith logo, but mm -hmm. don't write Aerosmith. Mm. So you can put the Prince logo, but not just Prince. Yes, put the... Uh, <laughs> The artist formerly known as Prince mm. on there, but not right Prince. But they can put Daddy, right? Oh yeah, I know for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Fa I think family members you can put. In fact, you'll pay them to do that. <laughs> when it comes to family, I'll yeah, give you an extra hundred dollars. First that. and last names, totally fine. <laughs> but uh, beyond that, yeah. But otherwise, yeah, totally fun with them getting tattoos. Yeah, I was like, not Daddy. I, I want. I want to get a big heart with my boyfriend's name in it. <laughs> but you know how kids go opposite from their parents, right? No. My kids will... Really? What are you talking about? How the kids will rebel. Kids love to rebel, right? Adolescents, okay. what have you. I guess. And so if your parents are into tattoos and stuff oh, like that, sometimes they, they, clean. they go the opposite mm, route. Yeah. Pristine clean. Yeah. Like I know friends that are like crazy. Well... Yeah, they're alcoholics, you know. And so their kids, when they got drinking age, they don't drink because they see how ridiculous their parents look. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So. I have faith in the human race now. <laughs> so my kids will be like, on stage? No, no. Wear this costume? Or maybe they'll this be all, all, all um, piercers. Maybe they'll be piercers. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, good question. Okay. All right, so some background on America, also known as the United States of America, commonly known as uh, U.S. or just America. Of A. Yeah, of A. Uh, it's a country comprising of 50 states, a federal district, five major self-governing territories, various possessions at 30, no, 3.8 million square miles. The U.S. is the the world's third or fourth largest country by total area, and is slightly smaller than the entire continent of Europe's uh, 3.9 million square miles. With a population of over 327 million people, the U.S. is the third most populous country. Now, Independence Day, also known as 4th of July, is a federal holiday in the United States commemorating the Declaration of Independence of the United States on July 4th, 1776. The Continental Congress declared that the 13 American colonies were no longer subject, uh, subject to the monarch of Britain and were now united, free, and independent states. The Congress had voted to declare independence two days earlier, actually on July 2nd, but it was not declared until July 4th. And Independence Day is commonly associated with fireworks, parades, barbecues, carnivals, fairs, picnics, 
Concerts, baseball games, <laughs> family reunions, uh, political speeches and ceremonies, and that's the stuff that we're kind of getting away, getting away from. Um, in addition to various other public and private events celebrating the history, government, and traditions of the United States, Independence Day is the National Day of the United States. Mm -hmm. And uh, another disclaimer, because, you know, like half of our audience is Canadian, because we're on a Canadian podcast network. 55% maybe. Yes. Or 45%. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I mean, they got the metric system, so it's different. Yeah. <laughs> Those metric percentages. Math. He lost me already. <laughs> but uh, it, it, truth be told, uh, Hawaii isn't that big into 4th of July either. I mean, we do a little bit. It's um, not like New Year's. It's flipped. Another I've, disclaimer. Hawaii is a part of the United States, people. All right? 50th let's, state. Let's just... Uh, yeah, not when, forget that. When you're here, don't don't call don't refer to the mainland as the states. Yes. Because yeah. Yeah. I think we covered that once in our Hawaii episode. But it bears bears reminding. It does. It mm -hmm. does. Have you been on the mainland for Fourth of July ever? I don't think so. It's pretty big. It's a pretty big deal. So uh -huh. for me, my perception is that it's flipped. Whereas over here, we're like gangbusters on New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. But over there, they're like gangbusters on the 4th of July. Oh, New Year's okay. Eve is just like, yeah, you go to a party. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so, Jamie, what does America mean to you? What does America mean to you? Well, I, well first, I wanted to sort of tack on to the background part that you just said. And um, more specificity about what we're talking about. Sure. Patriotism. You know, mm -hmm. so we're going to be talking about films, TV, yeah. you know, entertainment stuff. Um, and to me, it, it the the criteria should be that um, whatever it is, a film, TV, TV show, whatever, has to portray people with a love, loyalty, and some kind of belief in America and the things that it stands for, like freedom, courage, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bald eagles, monster trucks. Turkeys. Yeah. Wrestling. Sure. Yeah. Good stuff. Red velvet cake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I get, yeah. With, uh, with blue sprinkles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. So this is what America, being American, means to me. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm a descendant of Japanese immigrants. Of course, I'm a Japanese-American person. Mm-hmm. I am free to watch a movie with a Brit playing an American filmed in Canada while I eat kimchi flavored Greek yogurt on apple pie sitting on furniture made in Indonesia. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, I that tell is, you. That is. That's, that's a picture of America right there. Yep. For me, uh, freedom. That's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. You know, to uh, part of my, my French, but you can, you can pretty much shit on your government and it's totally fine. Mm -hmm. You know, so I can go on Twitter and I can say... F the president, or F, you know, whoever. Well, you can't threaten or, him. That's you can't threaten him, yeah. but mm. you can say. He sucks. F, yeah. And uh, person. Or she, or she. Or she. Uh, yeah, whoever you're. Let's make you're, this episode evergreen. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, uh, or it doesn't have to be a president. It could be your governor or senator yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I never go out and actually just say F you, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. but sometimes I like to retweet articles and make. Snide comments. Snide comments. Right. Yes. And so I like having that freedom, you know. And of course, that's just the beginning. There's so many freedoms that we can do. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, uh, like you kind of touched on, the, the whole melting pot aspect, mm -hmm. you know. 
I think um, uh, places like Hawaii, um, also Louisiana, you know, other places where it's just like a melting pot of culture, and you just see it like uh, in the food and the music, mm -hmm. and it just makes some some beautiful culture, you know, and it's because it comes from all these other cultures. Yeah, and that's what I like. That's what America means to me. So, of course, again, we talked about Fourth of July. It's right around the corner. Rather than the cheesy, here's what to do on your 4th of July, try these fruit kebabs, really healthy. <laughs> try. We figured we'd tell you what not to do on 4th of July. Yeah. So, Jamie, uh, maybe we can go back and forth back on this forth. one. Okay. Yeah. All right, so my first one is uh, do not serve two bean chili and five bean salad at a barbecue with an open, open flame. Because... Too much gas. Too, too much, much gas. Uh, methane. The methane from your butt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That methane to the flame. Yeah, it will and catch you know, that. yeah. That'd be a lot who of wants, methane. Who wants that much discomfort too? So, <laughs> anyway. That's true. You know why? Because, well, unless you're doing your barbecuing on July third. You know, that's the thing. If if you like party too hard on July fourth, a lot of the times you got to go to work the next day. Mm-hmm. Unless you take off. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm not smart enough to do that. Come on. It's too much planning. <laughs> Maybe they don't have vacation hours. There you go. Yeah. Maybe you just got a new job. Don't have the, the, the away pay. So anyway, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I would say do not say happy birthday, America. <laughs> it's the most irritating thing I heard ever. Maybe it's because of this one experience that I had. I was in Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. And... We're out on this beach, we're drinking, and we're watching a fireworks show. And there's this one drunk lady in the distance. The whole night, like, after every firework goes up, she has to punctuate with, Happy birthday, America. Oh. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Was America. Was she on, like, some kind of loop or something? I mean, <laughs> so the, the alcohol made her just kind of uh, repeat she stuff She had to be part of the show. And, uh... From then on, I can't handle it. <laughs> People say, like, shut up. We get it. We okay. know what we're celebrating. What's your other thing? Um, lighter fluid and your daughter's guinea pig do not mix. Lighter fluid, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is that the... Something that people do specifically on Fourth of July, maybe after a little too <laughs> hey, much. Hey, uh, you asked me to make, make a cocktails. list of what not to do. <laughs> that is the thing not to do. And you I are came correct. Up with it. You are right. correct. Okay, all right. Or the mainland version of that would be hamster. Yeah, I was gonna say hamster, but like, hey, um, aren't they illegal in Hawaii? Are yeah. gerbils? Both. Yeah. 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 Do so you know I the difference between be... a hamster and a gerbil? I'll tell you, because a lot of people are stupid to all of that. First off, a lot of people think we have hamsters here, and because and the reason why because they think hamsters and guinea pigs are the same damn thing. And mm. I'm like, what? Okay. What the hell? First off, okay, first off, hamsters are way smaller than guinea pigs, okay. right? They're like small little mice with no tails. They just got that little white nub or that little flesh-colored nub. That's their tail. Way right. smaller. Right. Um, gerbils mm -hmm. have a tail. But it's covered in fur. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How long? Um, I don't know how big they get, but... No, how long is the tail? Oh, how long? I don't know. I mean, does it wag back and forth like a dog? I think it's kind of like um, the equivalent to like... Proportional to their body size. It's like this, the length of a mouse tail or a rat tail, depending on how big they are. Oh, okay. But their entire tail, unlike rats and mice, it's covered with 
fur. With fur. Oh, okay. All the way. Cool. Yeah. I want one. And neither, no, neither of which are here. But I can't, ha can't have one. Yeah. Although, growing up when I was little, I knew someone that, like, I don't know them by Illegal. name, so someone tried to track me Illegal down now. I can't, can't say who they were because I don't remember. But I remember um, knowing that there was a friend of a friend that had one in her pocket and came through the x-ray machine. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, yeah, she had it here illegally. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's Let's crazy. Let's call the fuzz now. Let's call them. <laughs> Fuzz, I get fuzz. it, fuzz. Um, but I mean, I mean, it sounds like a big deal, but then again, you know, people dump snakes and shit on the side of the road illegally, yeah. so. I don't know, whatever. Um, do not go to a fireworks show. And you might think I'm crazy when I say this, but think about it, okay? Fireworks, they're high in the sky. Mm -hmm. They can be seen from far away. I don't know why some people go to fireworks shows. <laughs> Go to someone's house where you can see the show from their house mm. if you can't see it from your house. Do not go to a fireworks show. You don't need to be right underneath it. Even if they're playing music, a lot of places will be broadcasting it through a, a radio station. Just tune into mm. that radio station and watch it. But you want that atmosphere. You want that real experience. I'll tell you what your atmosphere is going to be. After the fireworks show is done, you're going to be traffic. waiting in your car for an hour and a half to get out of whatever place you funneled your freaking ass in. People are just willing. It's, it's like people are willing to go at the, you know, at the first day of a movie opening, wait in line, you know. Yeah. And if you're not the person, well, then, you know, let them be. Yeah. You can criticize them all you want, but <laughs> I'm not saying they're wrong. Yeah. I just don't um, agree with it. I'm just saying, keep a distance. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to save you from valuable time. Let's make sure we're recording here. Okay, very, very good. What's your next uh, do not? I, I actually want, um, I wouldn't mind uh, doing that thing where people um, get a hotel room for July 4th or, or even New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. And then... Um, watching the fireworks from their hotel room. You know in Waikiki? Yeah. That'd be cool. Oh, from the Lanai? Yeah. Mm, That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. But I'm sure the hotels jack up the price. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But maybe if you go in with a few friends, you do a party style. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Anyway. Not a bad idea. Okay, so, okay, my third one. Do not leave macaroni salad out for four hours at your garden party and see what happens um, they say well they say vomit is good for good mulch for plants <laughs> I mean not enough um, I, I sort of have to disagree with you on that one um, I do like a good dairy based product that at room temperature that's been out for a little bit because it starts to turn for a little bit and I do like it when it turns like my stomach can handle it and I enjoy that taste rather than it being fresh it doesn't have that same zest hmm I like a good warm macaroni not, not salad. Not to say I haven't eaten macaroni salad that's yeah. been out for four hours. Yeah. I just, okay, why maybe six that, hours. Why take that chance, you know? <laughs> but it has that extra tang. I enjoy it. Eh. I like it. Mm. Do not try to have your own hot dog eating contest. Leave it to the professionals. Again, vomit. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, before, I think back in the day, the food eating contest, especially that hot dog one, 
you know, it was just a for fun type of thing. But now there's like homies that train for that stuff. So don't don't try to train. I mean, don't don't compete. It's such an unhealthy yeah, thing too. Yeah, yeah you're like, like oh. uh, stretching your stomach. Yeah, and all that salt. Wow. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but it won't be in your system for long. So. <laughs> Not that I haven't done a, an eating contest of my own, but. Um, but yeah, I'm just warned about you. Uh, do as I say, not as I do. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> do what Jamie, Jamie says and does, <laughs> but not Fernando. Okay. Um, let's see, favorite patriotic film. Mm -hmm. What do you got? I got two. Oh, should we go into, uh, do we recognize? No, we did a that, poll for this we'll one. Do that after ours. Okay. After we'd say our Yeah, show. you're right. It is our show. Yeah, exactly. Us first. We're the main people. Freaking you know. wait. <laughs> and you know, you know, where I, when I was thinking about this, and then I was talking to my husband about it too, and sort of off the bat, he began naming like war movies. And uh -huh. that's sort of what your brain automatically goes to. Yeah? Sure. Just war, 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 war. Yeah. Um, but then you, you, you got to kind of dig a little deeper and you'll find that there's a lot of non-war movies that are about America and patriotism. Sure. Anyway, that being said, my first one is The American President, 1995. Actually, one of my all-time favorite movies. Directed by Rob Reiner, starring Michael Douglas, Annette Bening, Martin Sheen, Michael J. Fox, and others. Uh, it's a great movie about leadership. It has humor, romance, great acting by great actors, and a great director. I don't remember that one. 95? Yeah. Hmm. I was in high school. Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. It's huh. an awesome movie. I'll, I'll give you the DVD. <laughs> what do I do with the DVD? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> gotta change Stick the... Stick it up, you know. You gotta change the input. Ugh. Fire up the DVD Never mind player. That. Blow the dust I off. I was nice enough to offer... Is it a comedy? I... Dramatic comedy. Oh, okay. Wow, crazy. I've never heard of that. Never saw a, a thing, you know, like a poster. Do you have a DVD player? I do. Do you want to borrow it? No. All right. Thank you, though. Missing out. But I would appreciate you posting a trailer to our Facebook page. All right. Because I'm sure it's, it's a riveting trailer we have for that movie. Which I for, already forget what it's called. What's it called? The American President? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's original. Okay. <laughs> I'm crapping all over your choice. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Uh, I'll, I'll do one. Sounds like you have more. That's why. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, Independence Day, 1996. Mm -hmm. So right after yours came out. Also known as ID4, 1996. American science fiction uh, action film directed, co-written by Roland Emmerich or Emmerich. Uh, the film features an ensemble cast that includes, check this out, you had Michael J. Fox, but check this out, Will Smith, Bill Pullman. I wish, yeah, I wish he was a real president. Amazing. Jeff Goldblum. Hello, Jeff Goldblum. Mm -hmm. Judd Hirsch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bringing those taxi vibes back. Data. Um, Randy Quaid. Data. Oh yeah, Data was in it. Yeah. Yeah. What's Data's name? Um, oh, Brett Spiner. Brent Spiner. That's right. He was in it. And uh, Vivica A. Fox, mm -hmm. 
who I have a huge crush on. Plus, she plays a dancer in that one, so. Yeah. Even better. Exotic. Harry Connick Jr. Mm-hmm. Amazing cast. Mm-hmm. Slamming. Uh, the film focuses on, uh, on groups of people who converge in the Nevada desert after the aftermath of a worldwide attack by an extraterrestrial race of unknown origin. With the other people of the world, they launch a last-ditch counterattack on July 4th, Independence Day in the United States. But it becomes a global day, Independence and, you know, there's that whole speech that they give at the end. Yeah. It's no more an American holiday. It's, it's a world mm-hmm. holiday. <sighs> mm-hmm. Such a good film. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, too. I don't know how I feel about the sequel, though. Did you see the sequel? No, I didn't. I just kind of assumed that any sequel would be <laughs> not worth it. It's just not as good. Um, oh, so you saw it? I think I saw it once. And that's how bad it is. Like, nah, but I mean, because I, I, I believe Jolf. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is in it, but I'm pretty sure... I know sure... Will Smith refused to be in it. Yeah, see, so that's a clear indicator. Yeah. Um, and then Randy Quaid, he's not allowed in the U.S. anymore, so... I don't <laughs> really? I think he was in it. Yeah. Huh. He, uh, I think he's in Canada or something. What he's he... wanted for, like, so many things, that's why. He's just... Can't Dennis pull some strings for him or something? No, no, he can't. Hmm. No. All right. So, uh, that's my one and only... Actually, I do have an honorable mention, but go ahead and give me yours. Uh, My next one is Hunt for Red October, 1990. It's like Cold War era. Uh, Yeah? No. Submarine Russian? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Sean Connery? Yeah. Alec Baldwin, Scott Glenn, James Earl Jones, and etc. Based on a 1984 book by Tom Clancy, the incomparable Tom Clancy. Um, and it shows that countries can be enemies in general, but when you talk about individuals, individuals aren't painted so easily as good, as good guys and bad guys. And the whole film is in like red light. Yeah. Not the whole summer. film. Oh, really? Okay. That's only when, like when they're underwater. Not even. Never mind. <laughs> Would, remember a few episodes ago when we were talking about Sean Connery, and my whole theory about wouldn't it be great if every Sean Connery film. You replace Sean Connery with the dragon that he voiced from The Last Dragon. Oh, right, right, right. Wouldn't this be one of those instances where that would be great? You have that dragon in the submarine. Well, he wouldn't fit, though. I know. Maybe if it magically can be shrunk down to, like, person size? Maybe. Or maybe there's a really big, odd-shaped submarine. Maybe he can just be swimming outside and doing his lines. (gasps) There we go. (laughs) There we go. How many submarines have we left? We have one. The last one. Is, is that last, what he says? Oh, his favorite, his line right in The Last Dragon is, I am the last one. Oh, okay. So. Did he do that with Dennis Quaid? I don't know. Hmm. Is he in The Last Dragon? I don't know. I don't know either. I just have a feeling he was. I never saw it. I just saw oh, my bunch, God. I just saw a bunch of trailers. Oh. <laughs> Why do we even bother? <laughs> but, Yeah. Let's put a dragon in a hunt for Red October. All right, uh, I guess my next film. Your um, honorable mention. mention. Yeah, okay. Team America, World Police. You ever see that one? It was by uh, the guys that made. Uh, Thunderbirds. Uh, ooh, similar, very similar okay. to Thunderbirds. It's, it's the guys puppet. that. Yeah, those kind marionettes. Okay. Yeah, they um, they're the ones that did South Park, Trey Parker, 
Matt Stone. Okay. Did I say that right? Matt Stone Trade Park. Yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, Team America. We'll talk more about that later on this episode. No, we won't. Yeah. Anyway, um... <laughs> What's your other one? Well, that's it. So we want to go, go to our listeners' choices, yeah? Yes. Out of, again, the thousands that have replied. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, in all honesty, though, as far as all of the... What did um, one of our listeners call this that we're doing, these surveys? He had a term uh, for it. Uh, Pod... Podience? Podience surveys. No? Podience something. Not something. survey. Polls. Podience Pol- polls. polled? Yeah. I thought it was pretty brilliant. I yeah. liked it. Yeah. It's a play on audience. Got it. Polls. <laughs> Genius. Thank you, Ash. Pre- Thanks, Ash. Appreciate it. Um, but anyway, uh, out of all of these that we've done, this is probably the most feedback that we've ever gotten. Yeah, strangely enough. Yeah. Strangely. Or maybe... People are just getting used to our questions. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of column A, a little yeah. bit of column B. Exactly. Uh, now, some of, of course, we wanted, again, to have everyone sort of lighthearted about this subject. We did have some conser- conspiracy theorists chime in. <laughs> and we don't want to get too heated. No. Nobody wants to get overly political. No. There's the worst of the media for that. So mm-hmm. we're just going to keep it light, keep it fun. It's going to go through our filter. A filter, filter again. So out of the thousands, here are the few that were chosen. Yeah. Okay, so okay, we mentioned Ash. Okay, so Ash said, for the movie, I'm going with Independence Day. Because they blow shit, shit up. up. Great minds. Great minds. Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, our, our friend from Canada, Koji, he said Strange Brew. <laughs> okay. Which is 1983. It's about Canada, right? Yeah. And so, okay, so... So, from his, his perspective, from it's his, a, From his perspective. It's a... Of course, this podcast is, you know, about, full, full uh, disclosure, it's about America. American patriotism. Yes, American patriotism. But I love it. I love it. Good one, Coach. Yeah, I mean, he had to, right? Yeah. Why would he, why would he cite a American film? Exactly. Right? He's, exactly. Just, he's just doing you, but him, you know? He's doing him. Yep. Yeah. He's Got being it. him. He's being him. For him. For him. <laughs> Wherever he is. Okay, and my friend Faye said there are many good movies, but one I like is Saving Private Ryan. Had a lot of action, but you also see the emotional struggles of the characters. Like one of them had fear, another had guilt. Uh, different characters and their reaction to war. And it's sad at the end, though, and yet it had a message. Thanks, Faye. Wow. Very yeah. insightful. Yes. All right, what else we got? Okay, uh, someone named Chris said Red Dawn, the 1984 original movie. And he uh, ended his uh, comment with Wolverines. So Red Dawn, is that a precursor to The Hunt for Red October? Don't tell me you haven't seen Red Dawn. No. It's different from Red Sonia, I'm assuming. Yeah, <laughs> which is not American in, in the least. Right. Um... No, you have seen it, no? No. Oh my God. In that one, is missing from your repertoire. In I one say. sentence, what is it? Well, it's not my favorite movie. It's one of my husband's though. I actually, I asked him if he, you know, he wanted to chime in and right. he had problems narrowing it down, but eventually he did to Red Dawn. Okay. Okay, so uh, there's a high school, so there's these boys and some girls, I think, um, a, I think that the Russians invade 
their town, their little town in America. Oh, okay. And so they kill a whole bunch of people, um, and then they take over. Um, and then these these students, they form their own sort of band, and then they go into the forest, and then they um, engage in guerrilla warfare, you know, uh-huh. to make things hard for this invading the invading Russians. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, a lot of young and up-and-coming actors like Patrick Swayze, C. Thomas Howell, Leah Thompson, uh, some other people wow. I can't remember. Okay, because yeah, that was going to ask like who's in this thing. Mm-hmm. And what year was this again? Eighty-four. Eighty-four. Okay, they, well, they redid it with um, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, oh, really? Mm-hmm. And when was that? A couple years ago, maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe in the last five years. Because when you said original, I'm like, okay, must is yeah. The, got redone or is there a sequel to it so I'm like that's what I was trying to think of like oh what, what could this be a prequel or yeah. whatever to oh okay yeah and then the remake I think they changed the invading country to North Korea I think it was Korea <sighs> Ooh. or some Asian-ish Ooh. place okay okay maybe I'll check it out can you include the trailer for that bad boy on there Thanks, Jamie. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, uh, Michael, he said um, Platoon. That is a classic mm. war movie. Yeah, yes. it is. Uh, Dwayne. <laughs> okay, so Dwayne said Braveheart. Um, he liked the concepts of freedom, hope in the face of tyranny, all that great so stuff. Similar to Koji, you know, yeah. it's a patriotism to your own cause. And, you know, admittedly, I did think about Braveheart when I was thinking this. Because your your brain goes everywhere, right? I did too. But then I was thinking, did I think about it because of Mel Gibson? And Mel Gibson played the Patriot? Could be. That connection. Yeah. Could be. But then again, it does um, demonstrate that patriotism towards your country, whatever the country of the character was. True. Yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, Lay said, uh, go for broke. That's the one with uh, made by the Hawaii locals, I believe, uh-huh. about the 442nd um, group of um, Japanese Americans. Mm-hmm. World War Two. Yeah. 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 She says uh, unvalued underdogs <clears throat> embodying the idealistic values of selfless service. Yeah. Ooh, big words. <laughs> <laughs> right on, and and George. He posted some kind of meme with some kind of profanity on it. But I'm thinking, I gather that his choice was Thunderbirds. Oh, okay. Not sure if he means the movie or the TV series. Huh. Okay. Very cool. That's it. Thunderbirds. That's it for movies, at least. Okay. Well, thank you again for all of your submissions. Appreciate it. Congratulations, first of all. You made it through a pass there, the filter. Must feel good. Select few. Tell me, what does it feel like when your dreams come true? <laughs> tell me, tell me. Uh, favorite patriotic TV show? TV shows. Mm-hmm. I got one. I got two. Okay, go ahead. Uh, my first one is China Beach, 1988 to 91. Uh, it depicts oh, a. Um, shit. Okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, sorry, I just uh, thought that, that sparked uh, another okay. show. Uh, it depicts uh, uh, some kind of medical outpost. Uh, in the Vietnam War, I think it's the Vietnam War. Yeah. Um, starring Dana Delaney, uh, Robert Picardo, mm. 
Robert Picardo was played in Star one of the Star Trek TV series, The Holistic Doctor, I think. That's so weird. And then there's an iconic guy that becomes a captain, and his name is Sean Picard. That's way too weird. What? You said Picardo? Uh-huh. You know, it's just Picard. Picardo is just so close to Picard. Oh. It's just weird. That's It's funny. like if there's a, uh, I don't know, what's close to Shatner. Shit. <laughs> Shitner. <laughs> <laughs> then he ends up being, I don't know. Just when you said that, I'm like, oh, that's weird. It's like the guy in Star Trek. And then when I go, then you said Star Trek. I'm like, oh, that's even weirder. Stop it. All right. Is it just me? I, huh? Is my coffee too strong? I think so. Okay. You're a little punchy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, that the, is that it? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, my favorite TV show is Parks and Recreation. An American political satire. Because it's not so much yay America, but it's more like for that main character played by Amy Poehler, she's um, she's an official in Indiana, in Pawnee. So she loves her her city and county so much. Oh, okay. She loves her county so okay. much. And she looks up to all of these these um, female um, uh, U.S. politicians. Okay. You know, and so it's it's very um, patriotic in that respect. Okay. You know, but also like crazy funny. It's a huge cast. I never of course, watched it. Uh, Ron Swanson, that character, he's kind of his own brand of like ultimate American too. Not so much like he is pro government, but um, but he's into like uh, woodworking, you know, stuff like that. He, he loves like steak, you know, hunting, okay. like the ultimate like all right, super mm -hmm. mountain man kind uh -huh. of American. Uh -huh. So there's that aspect to it. Okay. Uh, what's your other TV show? My other one is Commander in Chief. Uh huh. It didn't last that long. 2005 to 2006. Uh, Gina Davis, Donald Sutherland. Um, Gina Davis plays uh, a woman who was the vice president, and um, the president dies suddenly, so she becomes president. And um, it just depicts, you know, how she kind of navigates. So she becomes like the first president, yeah, of right. the United States. And um, yeah, she just navigates through everything. She has a family, she has kids, you know, she has rivals, you uh -huh. know, that kind of thing. I really loved it. I was, I was really sad when it got canceled. When you said uh, China Beach earlier, mm -hmm. that kind of sparked another memory of a TV show that I really liked, the Vietnam War yeah. era. Yeah. Or that's where the... My God, MASH. No, totally not, forgot about. Okay. okay, we're not going to talk about MASH. Okay. We're going to talk about something that's entertaining. Huh. Um, Tour of Duty. Remember that? I'm sure your husband knows. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think they filmed part parts of it here. I think. Right. Yeah, but man, I used to watch it on TV all the time. Mm -hmm. So again, it's, it's uh, based on Vietnam era, but it took place in the '80s as far as when they shot it. Yeah. Um, but th back then, that's my peak time when I was playing war. You know, I play army and stuff on the weekends, had a ton of plastic guns, just like duct tape them to my bike, just bomb hills. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh -huh. But anyway, Tour of Duty, I just watched that, like, oh, it's so awesome. I remember whenever that Rolling Stones song would come in. That is Rolling Stones, right? That the whole world is black. I don't know. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. When it would come on, I'm like, yeah, Tour of Duty. I used to love watching that. You think you can watch it now and yeah. still enjoy it? Oh, yeah. 
for sure. You sure? Yeah, because I think I'll see things and it'll get me as excited. Even though like, like war and stuff doesn't get me amped up anymore. Mm-hmm. Like when I was, but I think I'll probably see things like, oh, I remember getting excited about that gun or whatever. Therefore, I'm excited now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but anyway, that is the TV shows for me. I believe at this time we're moving on to favorite patriotic music. No. We what? have our listener choices for TV shows. Oh, we did TV shows for our yes. listeners too? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, awesome. More audience. Yes. audience polls. Okay. All right. So Ash also chimed in for uh, TV shows. And he also said tour of duty because he likes those grenade launchers. Thank you, Ash. Next. Um, no, what did he say? Did I fluster you? What did he say? Yeah, I think I missed something. Oh. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, anyway, I'll get to that later. Okay. Um, so Ash, Ash said, uh, for TV show, I vote for Powers That Be, which um, starred David Hyde Pierce, which was, uh, who played the brother Frasier? in Frasier. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't even the, the main character, but I guess that's someone that people might recognize. He says it's kind of obscure, but that's the first one that comes to mind, and it ran from 92 to 93. It's an American sitcom, uh, a U.S. senator and his wife, um, and then they have a family, it's a dysfunctional group. The senator and wife played by John Forsyth and Holland Taylor. It also starred Peter McNichol, and as I said, David Hyde Pierce, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh. He must have been a little boy. Yeah, Mr. Song and Dance. Yeah, yeah. Probably he still had the long hair back then. He looked like a little girl for a bit. Yeah. That During that whole uh, Third Rock from the Sun phase. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Uh, right. Thanks, Shell says um, she picked Band of Brothers. That is a very good series. Uh, 2001, it won Emmy and Golden Globe Awards for Best Miniseries, and HBO uh, showed it. And they even, they showed it, they, um, like the History Channel shows it every so often. And um, we do have the box set because my husband loves it. Box set on DVD or VHS? Oh, DVD, of course. I was making sure. I know you had a VHS player within the last couple of years. So. Yeah, okay. And we threw, out, threw everything out. Okay. Yeah. That's news Because why, you know, we don't sure. have the machine anymore. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Casey said she likes the fourth season of Supergirl. Mm. Uh, I stopped watching Supergirl after the first season, I think. Uh, but it, I think it's, st- it's still being played on CW, I think. She says it's all the president's men meets Days of Future Past meets Teen Vogue. <laughs> okay. Okay, we'll believe you. Yeah, I'm looking for the patriotic strain in there, but... Well, she doesn't really explain that much, but, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll take her at a at word. Yeah, yeah, you're into it. Why That's not? good, sure. Um, anyway, I, I I think someone replied to my Twitter question, and it was Tour of Duty. I forget who it was, but when I went to look for it again, it was gone. Oh. So I didn't put it down. Oh, okay. I, I swear, I, I wasn't dreaming it. Right. Someone, yeah. Some brilliant person with excellent taste. Yeah, it was there. one of those people who 
normally replies to us. Uh-huh. Yeah. On Twitter? Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway. All right. Some, mm -hmm. some of our uh, Twitter-friendly audience members. Mm -hmm. Very good. Okay. Mm -hmm. I just want to say audience again. So, is, okay, now we're moving on to music. Is that all right? Okay. Yes. Okay. Favorite patriotic music. <coughs> this one's going to be fun. So here we go. Jamie, hit us with your hit. All right. I hate to be um, predictable, but uh, God Bless the USA. Whoa. Lee Greenwood, 1984, reached number seven. In Wait, you're not going to sing it? You don't want me <laughs> to sing. I mean, no one, wa no one wants me to sing. Um, reached number seven in Billboard Hot Country Singles Chart. Uh, it was played at the 84 Republican National Convention. It gained popularity during Gulf War. Yeah. Uh, and then that, after the September 11 attacks. That's when I remember Gulf War. And the 2003 when it, Iraq invasion. You know, it came, up, came back again. Boom. Yeah. Um, and somehow every time it plays, I get choked up. Really? Yeah. Wow. And if I try to sing it, I get even more choked up. So, hmm. yeah. That's good, though, that you're, uh, you're open to let a piece of art uh, move you. You know, oh, emotionally. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good thing. My favorite patriotic music, America, fuck yeah, from Team America. Remember that was the meme. Yeah. That, that's what I was saying, like, oh, Thunderbirds, it's similar to Thunderbirds. So that meme that you were talking about was actually a Team America meme. Okay, sorry, George. George. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I won't sing it, but I'll, I'll go over the lyrics because it's the most American song you ever heard. Here you go. America, fuck yeah. Coming again to save the motherfucking day, yeah. America, fuck yeah. Freedom is the only way, yeah. Tur uh, terrorists, your game is through because now you have to answer to America, fuck yeah. So lick my butt and suck on my balls, <laughs> America, fuck yeah. What you going to do when we come for you? Uh, it's a dream that we all share. It's a hope for tomorrow. Fuck yeah. McDonald's, Walmart, The Gap, baseball, NFL. Between all of these, there's a fuck yeah. So, oh, okay. uh, the NFL, rock and roll, the internet, slavery, uh, Starbucks, Disney World, porno, Valium, Reeboks, <laughs> sushi, Taco Bell, rodeos, Bed Bath & Beyond, Liberty, White's, White slips, the Alamo, Band-Aids, Las Vegas, Christmas, Immigrants, Popeyes, Democrats, Republicans, Sportsmanship, Books. Fuck yeah. Yeah, between all of those. Okay. Yeah. You're going to love it. I'll send you to the link. I'm choked up already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let that choke you up. Whew. Tears. There you go. Any other music do you have? Uh, my other one is, um, I chose to go old school, like super old school. Okay. This land is your land. Elementary okay. school, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This land is your land, mm -hmm. this land is my land. It's very catchy. It is. And that's why I picked it. It's catchy, it's kind of fun to, to sing, anyone it's, can sing it. It's very, um, uh, what's that Disneyland ride? Um, small world? Yeah, it's very small world-ish. Mm -hmm. A little more complex than it's a small world. <laughs> yeah, but it has that, that kind of, you're in a boat teetering that, back and forth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because it's folk, yeah. 
Uh, it's a famous American folk song by Woody Guthrie, written in 1940. Uh, in nine, sorry, in, in 2002, it was one of 50 recordings chosen by the Library of Congress to be added to the National Recording Registry. Nice. And uh, Woody Guthrie, the composer, he, um, at the time, he was tired of hearing Kate Smith's God Bless America. Do you know, are you familiar with that? I am. God bless America. They, they still, yeah, that was good. <laughs> you should audition and sing it at the uh, Halekoa Luau in Waikiki. I will. Will not. Um, anyway, he was tired of hearing that. So he wrote his own version called God Blessed America for Me, renaming it later hmm. as this line is your line. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Very nice. Mm -hmm. I like that one. I had another idea, but it slipped from my mind. <laughs> it kind of threw me with that whole thing. <coughs> Sorry. When you sang it, it just uh, took me to another place. I wanted to tear up and sing. Last off, man. Yeah. yeah. So now we're going to talk about our favorite American. Me first? Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Why not? I chose Fievel Mouskiewicz. <laughs> He is the character, main character, in fact, from An American Tale. This is weird. 1986. This is one of those times where you think, like, I'm going to be the one to choose a cartoon character, and you'll be the one actually rooted in an actual person. Hey, man. Person. You give me an attitude to, to adopt <laughs> for an episode, and I'll do it you 100%. Did. Yeah, yeah, you did 100%. 100%. <laughs> anyway. So, the Five Wolf from An American Tale. Again, yes. what year was that? 86. 86. Transporting myself. Okay, I'm there. He, it, it, was, it was directed by Don Bluth, who created Dragon's Lair game. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, it became the highest grossing non-Disney animated film at the time. That's true. And animated films back then were still a big deal. Meaning yeah. that it wasn't, you know, like, because um, like, now Disney will pump out a at least one kind of a dime a year, dozen. right? Yeah, like yeah. boom, boom, boom. Back then, like it'll take forever for people to draw and all and all of that yeah. stuff. So, like, oh my gosh, Disney made one. Like, it took six years, but here it comes. But again, like this one isn't a Disney film, but still, what I'm saying is, animated it was a big deal because, like, oh wow, people it worked on this for a long time. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. plus this one's really emotional, right? This one got freaking sad sometimes. Yeah, I was I was crying. Yeah, I was crying. You know what I remember? Before you continue on with this one, mm -hmm. uh, that year, that Christmas, McDonald's had the Fievel, uh Christmas stockings. Wow, they're like mini. That? Yeah, they're like mini Christmas stockings Cute. that you could purchase, or it came with a thing. I don't remember, but yeah. it was it was McDonald's. So I remember having like several different ones, Fievel doing different things, and then just hanging those up. He was just cute as a button. That was a pretty freaking cute mouse, for sure. Yeah. 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 And then, oh, when uh, that scene where he sings um, somewhere, somewhere out, out there, there with his sister who's singing it somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Choked up, man. But even I the, mean, the so other... So sad. No, but even the, um, the original or the other version, like... Oh, I'll the call polished it the, version yeah. with uh, the one Ronstadt and Aaron Neville. Yeah. Yeah. That one, that was a huge hit too. Huge, 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 huge. Huge. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, for those of you who haven't seen it, please go see it. Yeah. I mean, or rent it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Fievel and his family of mice mm -hmm. uh, emigrate from Mother Russia to escape, among other things, 
Russian cat. Fievel gets separated from his family in the um, in the travel to America, mm -hmm. uh, but he arrives in America, in America, and along the way, trying to um, reunite with his family, he he meets different animals from different countries along the way who help him. So there was a French pigeon, and there was um, some one mouse from Italy, one mouse from Ireland, I think. And um, he also meets a, a friendly cat who actually likes my stuff. Uh, and he doesn't like, he likes, he likes cheese. You know, he likes Russian uh, <laughs> authors. And I think he was voiced by Dom DeLuise. Oh. The incomparable Dom DeLuise. Who also voiced uh, Pizza the Hut. We talked about last yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. Wow, do you remember all of that, or did you have to go and watch it again? Or I did have to do a little research. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Still good, though. It's still good. <laughs> Whew. Your favorite American. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Mine is uh, Evil Knievel. Okay. Yeah, you know. Also or, a fictional character. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Robert Craig Knievel is official name. Uh, he passed away in 2007, but he was the American stunt performer and entertainer. Over the course of his career, he attempted more than 75 ramp-to-ramp -ramp motorcycle jumps. And in 1974, he filled an attempted uh, canyon jump across Snake River Canyon in the Sky Cycle X2, a steam-powered rocket. And he was inducted into the Motorcycle Hall of Fame in 1999. He died of pulmonary disease in Clearwater, Florida. 2007 at the age of 69 but anyway it's not that I'm a huge motocross fan or anything although that stuff is definitely cool the reason why he's my favorite American is that he made American or he, he made the stars and stripes look cool you know he kind of rather than say he could have easily had a motorcycle suit that was just the American flag right that would have been easy Kind of easy. Yeah. Not much imagination anyway going into it. Okay. But he did the whole like, um, what do you, uh, chevron shape, you know, the, and then uh, the red and the blue and the stars, you know, going, like, it's that ultimate, like, when you see that, you think American daredevil, you know, and he made like that whole, like, American thing looking cool, you know? You have no idea what I'm talking about. You've never seen an evil Knievel suit before? Or, I okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know why you're getting so excited, though. <laughs> when I see it, I'm like, yeah, America. Like, yeah, All that's right. American. Right. You'd have to be an American to pull that off, is what I'm saying. Okay. Right? Someone from Bulgaria was wearing that suit. I was like, why the hell is he wearing that? Maybe it's just Elvis to me. I mean, Elvis, too. Elvis without the rhinestones. Yeah. <clears throat> It's all same era. It's all, all right. 70s. Fine. That's the jumpsuit era. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Favorite American. Evil Knievel. Good. It's good stuff. There's a, um, there's a documentary on Evil Knievel, too. I think it was on Hulu. It was uh, voiced by Johnny Knoxville. I think it's called Being Evil. I am Evil Knievel. Something like that. It's really good. I'm getting all choked up. <laughs> Is that um, it on, on, on uh, American? Well, by the way, I'm going to post... I'm going to try to find on YouTube um, the scene where, in the American Tale, where they sing the song, No Cats in America. 
<clears throat> is it no cats in America? Yeah. Whoa, no cats in America. Whoa, no we way. just want some cats in America. No. No. Oh. What what song am I thinking? Were the kids well, in America? Seen, have you seen the? Have movie? I seen American Tale? Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't remember though. No. <clears throat> I had the soundtrack song. I bet you did. <laughs> On vinyl, cassette. I forget already. Cassette probably. I don't know. It's a really good soundtrack. Really, yeah. really, really cute. Was there like uh, Russian music too in the beginning? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. I think so. Okay. Whew. Tangents galore. Here we go. Opposite news. I only have one story. And it's because I did my show prep 10 minutes before we recorded. So, Jamie, um, I have two, but I'm just going to cut it to one. Okay, that's cool. You can go first. Okay, so um, this is really stupid. Justin Bieber has challenged Tom Cruise to a fight. Justin Bieber challenged Tom Cruise to a fight. To like an MMA kind of ring ring fight, yeah. For charity. Well, I guess Um, you'll go into it. It doesn't really say, no. Uh, so he says in a tweet, I guess. Okay. I want to challenge Tom Cruise to fight in the octagon. <laughs> Tom, if you don't take this flight, you're scared. Why all you are, you're scared. Oh. And you will never live that. it down. Who is willing to put on the fight? And so he, he tags um, some guy from MMA, MMA um, organization. Right. The UFC? No. I don't know. Who cares? Anyway. <laughs> so Bieber is 25. Tom Cruise is 56. No one knows why he did this. Um, but it was, it's, I don't know, maybe it's just for attention, maybe? Maybe um, it was high. I think that's a good... Could be, could be. Bieber is not known for being smart or good or right. making sense. Um, some people tweeted, you know, made jokes as he's, some person said, I think he just streamed, streamed Top Gun for the first time last night and thinks Tom is 26. <laughs> Another person says, I think Tom Cruise may be able to mess up, mess Bieber up. Yeah, so anyway. Um, okay, well, here's the thing about Tom Cruise's age, mm-hmm. you, you know, since you kind of mentioned that, is that they, his age is always ambiguous in a lot of his roles that he plays, especially nowadays. When he was young, it was like, okay, well, he is what he is. And then, like, I think we've talked about this before, that Mummy, where he was, he played the Mummy, and it was a reboot of the ben, uh, Brendan Fraser version. But he then, wasn't the Mummy, he was like the guy trying to But he was Brendan Fraser's character. Mummy. And my point is, he's older than Brendan Fraser. Yeah. And it's just so weird because he's like, he's what, in his 50s, right? He's in his 50s? Yeah. And he could, he's playing like a vague 30-something, maybe late 30s. the same 30s. character as Brendan Fraser? Same character? Well, the same type of character. Oh. Like, I'm the... Because I don't think he was the same guy. Not the same guy, but like, I'm that ultimate adventurer guy stumbling into this weird culture and then like... Actually, he played it like... Um, no, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> Unleashed a mummy. I, I don't think I, I don't think I saw it. I saw it. I was confused. Oh, you were? Not by the story. I'm just like, how old is Tom supposed to be? It really bugged me. Usually, when you do a reboot, right? Mm. A reboot. 
telling the same yes. story over again. Yes. You're doing it with a new cast, a yes. younger cast, but they instead went with a newer cast. And that rule, if it exists, with the, goes out the window with, with Tom Cruise. It does. It does. And so that's what I'm saying. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah, Beebs could have been watching one of the older films, but then again, he could have been watching The Mummy and say, hey, that guy's young, I guess, I'll fight him. Yeah. He, he probably wasn't watching The Mummy, though. It's just dumb. That great of a film. Part of me um, wants Tom Cruise to accept and just beat his ass. Uh, Tom Cruise wouldn't win, but they'd probably stop the fight. And when I say they, I mean Scientology, the church. They've had all their, like, fake admirals and shit like on the mm-hmm. side and they'd probably like yeah well actually isn't he at that level him and John Travolta they're at that level where they're supposed to be able to just kill people with their minds anyway so okay <laughs> anyway how do we get here what are we talking okay you're you as well <laughs> I know <laughs> any more from that story no I'm gonna stop <laughs> okay all right Here's my news. A Taco Bell without taco shells might seem, well, criminal, but it's not something to call the police about. That's an announcement a police department in Louisiana issued this week in a response to a citizen's call for help. A Taco Bell in Slidell ran out of hard and soft shell tacos, and one irate customer reported the gross miscarriage of justice to the police. Yep, in a Facebook post, the police department agreed that the lack of taco shells was truly a travesty, but the offense wasn't under their jurisdiction. People who saw the police post had strong feelings. Here are some of their comments. It should be renamed as Taco Dumbbell. <laughs> um, people, oh no, wow, people are serious about their processed foods. Wow. I'm not sure what's the bigger crime, calling the police for that stupidity or eating that Taco Bell. But here's, here's the comment. It's really going to bring it home for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Slidell Police Department, this is definitely nacho problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's cool. good. Yeah. That was good. News, boom. Thank God that's over. <laughs> On to the snack review. Oh. So, in the theme of being patriotic, we're having a snack from the Philippines. But then again, this kind of goes towards that whole theme of diversity, right? Mm-hmm. How we have all of these cultures here, not only in Hawaii, but throughout the country. And so we're gonna sample these snacks that were donated by someone from our audience, Craig. One of our loyal listeners on Twitter reached out mm-hmm. to us, and he had just come back from a trip to the Philippines, the southern part, I believe. See, the thing is, I went to his house, right, to pick up all of this stuff, and he went into this whole thing, and he gave me the backstory and all of this, but here's the thing, right? I'm a, I'm a shitty listener, and what I should have done is just record him saying all of this stuff, and we could have even played it back. But, uh, but yeah, he told me about the district that it was from and all of this. But again, all of that out the, out the window. <laughs> so instead, we're just going to read what's on the package and describe what they look like. So as with all snacks from the Philippines, it's wrapped in yellow cellophane because that's what they do. Really? I don't know. Oh. 
Well, like, you know the tamarind candies? Uh-huh. That's what it looks like? Yeah, it's wrapped in the... When they did in the 80s, anyway, that yellow cellophane. Okay. I think they still do. Um, so, Jamie just unwrapped durian tart. Uh, Neneng is the brand, I guess. And... Uh, durian, of course, is... Uh, is it like ice cream fruit? No. No. It's a stinky fruit. It's a stinky fruit. Stinky fruit. Yeah, it's what's a the, huge. What's the ice cream bigger texture than a one? Watermelon. What am um, I thinking of? Sour sauce? No. The um. We did a story on it. Right. For the macarena? Work. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I forget already. I don't know. Cherimoya. Cherimoya. Okay, yeah. That's what I was thinking. This yes. is durian. Looks like an alien egg. Yes. And. These treats, they look like um, Reese's peanut butter cups size shapes. They're I mean, formed in the formed shape in of that pie type of yeah. ridged, um, but it looks kind of powdery. Um, let's see. Oh, it smells like custard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm kind of excited. Um, I don't know if. The, well, I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be that durian filling. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hopefully it's processed and it's not straight raw durian. Wouldn't be, right? Wouldn't be all smelly and stuff. I guess not. I guess not. It smells good. I mean, it's, I think durian is supposed oh, to damn. be fairly healthy for you. It's just the, it's just that it smells in its raw form. Uh-huh. Um, I guess, yeah, this was made into a little candy, so. Okay, durian tart. Cheers. Good luck. It's just a marble high. <laughs> Powdery. Mm-hmm. I don't know how durian is supposed to taste. Me neither. It tastes like um I just bit into a whole thing of um pie crust. Yeah. Or like a shortbread cookie. Sort of. Chewy. Yeah. I'll say shortbread cookie. With a hint of tart, but that tart Hmm. Um, yeah. Interesting. I think it's tart, not so much the taste of tart, yeah, but a tart is that, um, what a tart is, that mini pie thing. Oh, the form The form of, of a tart, yeah. All right. Okay, so we're going to do another one. I figured we'd do all of Craig's snacks in one thing here. And again, if uh, you ever want to donate, I may not be able to come to your house, but again, feel free to donate to us those snacks. There's always a post office. <laughs> uh, I can't unwrap this with one hand. You have to do that for me. These are. Oh no. Yeah. So again, more durian candy. These ones are beige-colored sticks. Like say, I don't know. They look like chopsticks that you broke in half. Like bamboo. Um, bamboo. You know, bamboo shoots. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Smell this. This smells more like something. Mm. <laughs> smells sure. more fruit-like. What is this? Like a wood? <laughs> <laughs> like a pine? I don't know. I can't. A little fishy. I can't even. I don't know. Let's just go for it. Let's just eat Cheers. 
Oh, it tastes like vanilla Tootsie Roll. It's a little chalky, mm -hmm. but sweet. Wow. Mm. Okay. Not bad. I'm not aware of many uh, Filipino snacks, so. Me neither. As far as, uh, as far as ranking it, maybe we'll just rank one of, which one do you like better out of the two? If you went to the Neneng factory, <laughs> you can only take one? <laughs> which one are you gonna take? I would take uh, the one. The candy, the candy. Okay. The, the stick, stick candy. <laughs> We've got to be careful who's around here. Someone's crying in the corner. I'll take the tart. I like the tart. I like both, really, but um, the tart seems more satisfying. I think the taste uh, is and texture of the candy, the stick candy, is better. I think um, coworkers are going to be stoked on these. They're going to be like. What is this? Well, some will say that, and the other ones are like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. We have a few coworkers from the Philippines, that's why. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're like, oh, yeah. Oh, all that'd the be time. stoked. That'd be all stoked. the time. They're like, oh, yeah. Sweet. Perfect. Well, Craig, thank you so much. Thanks, Craig. Yeah, we this really appreciate awesome. it. Yeah, this was great. Really um, cool stuff. We'll do some other snacks. Um, we chose these ones to, to do on the podcast. Um, those other ones we're just going to enjoy on our own. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you. Really awesome. We love it, seriously, when our audience members donate snacks. It's really cool. Gives them an opportunity. We feel the love. Of, feel the we love. Feel the love. Be a part of this. Yes. Sweet. Uh, well, we've got to score it, though. I will give it... Mm -hmm. I will give this uh, 3.8 out of 5 Manny Pacquiao's. Like, just picture, like, a bunch of them. <laughs> 3.8 of them. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I'll give it a... Uh, well, I'm just going to concentrate on the stick candy. Sure. Uh, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Um, <laughs> Lumpias. Oh, very good. Very good. Lumpias is my a, favorite Filipino. That's snack. a good rating, too. Banana or regular? Regular. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Pork vegetable. <laughs> One more episode of this third season of the podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Opposite Taste podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us. Oh, sorry. I can't say iTunes anymore because iTunes is going away. Well, you got to say uh, The Opposite Taste podcast on... The Apple thingy. The Apple podcast <laughs> app or wherever you get your podcasts. Or connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash opposite tastes podcast and follow us on Twitter at opposite tastes. Thanks so much for listening and have a great 4th of July no matter where you are. Be patriotic to wherever, whoever you are at any time. Happy birthday, America. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs>